I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 441, the box office report. For the week ending January 6th, 2019. Good job. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, there should be some applause there or something. <laughs> Not from yeah. us. Kevin, insert after those four, later. After 440 plus of these things, <laughs> I love how Tom still looks over like, huh? Huh? Yeah. Uh, I, I, did that. It. I did it. We're yeah. like, yes, we do this every week. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> like, also, you have it written down in yeah. front of you. We're you not can read. impressed. <laughs> so. I'm impressed. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad someone. Yeah, is. I got you. So, I got you. Joe's easily impressed. Though. Also true. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. I have some of the movies you, you <laughs> like, Man of Steel. Q Man of Steel <laughs> introductions. So uh, I like guess three fourths of Man of Steel. <laughs> so uh, I guess before we get uh, too far afield, let's uh, go around the table and introduce ourselves. Oh, this is Brad. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Brad was surprised. You've been in here enough. I feel like yeah, he, so. I, so yeah. like you know, Chris <laughs> for, is our Alec Baldwin. I feel like he's our Steve Martin. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow, that's a bit high. I'd rather I mean, be Steve like, Martin I, than Alec Baldwin. I mean, like, how many times he's been on the show. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's, okay. I mean, let's be honest. Did you bring okay. the jacket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wore one. He could have been Paul Simon. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I was just surprised because I'm used to listening, and then you go around the table, and then you introduce <laughs> yeah. the guest. And you reach <laughs> you a certain point, you're I'm not like, yeah, <laughs> you've been on enough. So you've been promoted. You've been on enough that we don't have to stop and, and explain. Is Dan like our Tim Meadows? Who's just like, oh, he is still there. <laughs> like when he he's shows like, uh, he's like Eddie Murphy in that last season <laughs> yeah, where he right. did like every other episode. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, that's fair. Dan does like every other, 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 yeah. other episode. <laughs> he's going to be a guest star pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> he's going right. to go last. No, no, no. You don't say your name. You, just, you wait yeah. till the end. <laughs> I think, uh, now I'm trying to think. I, I think... Uh, Jim Belushi had some sort of deal like that too when where he, he was doing every other one where he joined the cast like he wasn't on every episode or what something. What season did he come on at? 3? Oh. No, no, Jim Belushi, not John. Oh. Oh and yeah. Jim Belushi right. was on the cast. So this would have been like 83ish. Yeah. I always forget 84? he was even on the cast. He was good on there though. Was he? I thought I remember seeing I don't lots remember of him at all. That. Was I he was he during like the fallow period? Um, where it was where Lauren had kind of stepped away because uh, there was that like, it was like Joe Piscopo and who's the who's the fish called Wanda not fish called Wanda it's like soap and oh what's that guy's name he's soap not soap oh <laughs> if you want to figure out what you're talking about you should name things they I were know. actually I was, I was, think, I was thinking soap dish <laughs> because wasn't that a movie wasn't soap dish a movie that was based <laughs> about there was a movie called soap dish who directed that I don't remember okay there were like and there were like Best in show. I'm so that's what I'm. Oh, thinking Christopher of. Guest wasn't Christopher Guest on SNL during yeah, that time, but not during the fallow. Pe- well, hang on, Christopher Guest joined. No, that's Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer. That's, that's honestly what was, I was thinking on. <laughs> well, like the, those two guys. Here are together. the rails. Here is us <laughs> off of them. But they, they usually go together, right? Like they're they did well because yeah. they were in Spinal Tap together. Right, right. So Harry Shearer joined. I'm doing this off the top of my head, so someone will Google and tell me if I'm wrong. But Harry Shearer joined as a cast member. The in the last season 
of that first initial cast. Okay. So, like, they had lost a bunch of them, but then some of them were on for, like, half-season deals, right. and they'd show up every once in a while, and then they brought in, they had elevated new ca- other, like, featured players, or brought in new people and elevated them to cast members. So, I believe Harry Shearer was one of those Julie people. Dreyfus? No, no, no. This is before that. Okay. This, so, this is this is still, like, the Gilda Radner oh, era. okay. So, but they, but they brought in, like, Harry Shearer. They brought in... Uh, I think Al Franken got bumped up to a cast member. Paul Sign, uh, not Paul Sign, Paul Schaefer yeah. was a cast member. Oh, really? For like a cup of coffee. Yeah. Oh. And then Harry Shearer hated it and bailed. Okay. Um, and then, year, so then years later, they, um, af- so when Eddie Murphy basically saves the show. Sure. And then he leaves and they kind of. They reboot it. They want to reboot. So then now that now their goal is they bring in a cast of ringers, right? Right. And so that's when you get Billy Crystal and then you got and then Harry Shearer Comes rejoined back. and uh Christopher Guest Martin Short. Martin Short. Like they you know, that that and I believe He's in the, they're in the sketch together, right? That's them. That's Harry Shearer and Martin Short. In with which, the synchronized swimming uh-huh. sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get away with that today. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what doesn't work. <laughs> um and so they so then they brought in that cast of ringers, but they were basically like, We have film careers, so we'll do this for one year. Right. And then we're out. Yeah. And so then they did their one year and they left. And then they decided, Well, that worked well. Let's do another cast of ringers and bring in established actors and performers to join the cast. Yeah. And so that's when you got uh Oh boy. Randy Quaid, Ooh. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall, really? Yeah, um, these are the, these are the clips you don't see because this season sounds like it sucked. They're awful. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. Joan Cusack, all right, you um, but she was not very good on the show. Oh. Um, wow, wow. This is the season Damon Wayans was in. Oh, really? <laughs> Didn't even know he was on. I had no idea. Really? He was on yeah, SNL. he basically quit in the middle of a sketch. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, essentially, so he played a character. Like they had rehearsed the thing one way, and then and he had like eight lines in the sketch. Like he's, it the, he's the Pete Davidson of the sketch. Yeah, and he was supposed to be playing a police officer. And then when they did it live on air, he played the police officer, very gay, with no explanation. Ah, and Lauren Michaels was. I think Lauren Michaels was back at this point. Was like, you're, you're gone. gone. He's like, my brothers have this thing going on. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, that happened for another few yeah, years. Yeah, that was like ninety. My brothers are talking like about 80, doing this thing. I thought it was like so. eighty nine or ninety. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, I guess that's true because I feel like Ace Ventura is like ninety three, ninety two. I think, but so yeah, I guess In Living there. Color had to be eighties, late eighties, early nineties because uh, ninety. Okay, ninety. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, um, I'm trying to think who else was in that cast, but it was. But it was pretty bad. Wow, I think Julia Louis Dreyfus might have been in that cast, and she was one of the few that got to stick around. She did that. John sketch. Lovitz maybe was in there that time. Well, she, Julia Louis Dreyfus does that the Gumby sketch with Donnie and Marie, and that's Eddie Murphy. Okay, maybe she carried over. Maybe she was one of the few who, who, who carried played over. Donnie Mar- who played Donnie Osmond in that sketch? Um, was it Donnie Osmond? No. It, was it her husband? It is her husband. No, that's Brad Hall. That was not. That um, was not her husband. Brett Hall is her husband, husband. Her husband but you, he was not you. the Donnie. That's a great sketch. sketch. It is a great sketch. <laughs> what but, are you doing? But uh, anyway, so that's, yeah, I mean, that, SNL corner. And so then they were like, we're done. Like, they, and then they completely rebooted the show and or almost completely. And that's when you that's when they brought in Joe Piscopo is on with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he was on before Eddie Murphy. Oh, OK. okay. Like he he there was a season where Eddie Murphy was basically like an extra. And like Isn't that weird They st- Well I mean you got I guess that's true People don't re- remember How young Eddie Murphy was Oh I think when Eddie Murphy Started SNL He was like 19 or 20 years Jeez. old He's like Even now Like for as long As he's been around Yeah Like um, I'm trying to Yeah um, he's not as old As you'd think Because I looked up How old Eddie Murphy was And I was thinking Oh he's older than that And so like Yeah he's just he's started So young He is 57 <laughs> Okay Which for as long As he's been around Yeah That's pretty good yeah, I mean, he started on SNL, I think, in like '82. Because yeah, think yeah. about, yeah, think about all the '80s stuff he did, and we're almost 40 years yeah, disconnected that's true. from the beginning of the '80s. Yeah, for so sure. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's 50, oh, yeah. And now he just does, you know, family stuff. Well, that's where he gets his paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Uh, so what did he do? He did Dreamgirls. He did the Tower Heist, which was like, oh wow, Eddie Murphy's back. In a <laughs> yeah, just like Eddie Murphy. And then, huh. 
And then, has he done anything else since then? Not that I can think of. I mean, Daddy Day, Daddy no, Daycare, no, no, but that's no. way after that, that, though. Yeah. Norbit. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, cause yeah, cause like Tower Heist, I remember I was like, oh my god, Eddie Murphy's back in just a, like a comedy regular role, not a child. I guess he doesn't have to do anything though. Yeah, he's like, probably got some he's, money. Yeah, though. he's doing okay. Yeah, he's doing. Dude, there was a picture over the holidays of Eddie Murphy with his kids. Oh. How many? Uh, I think he's got ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. From like eleven different women. I was I saying how that works. I know. I, I, I knew. Yeah. Like he's yeah, but it was just like. It was a lot of it's a lot of kids. Yeah. It was a big. I'm surprised he's not doing more movies. Honestly, yeah, we pay that. <laughs> That's how much money. Well, Daddy yeah. daycare. That was to get free daycare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, yeah. After all that, uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, check us are out. We? Oh, we are now. We are. Yeah, we <laughs> weren't for a minute there, and somebody brought it to our attention. For a minute, we thought, oh, are they is there like a, a curator over at iTunes now? Is there like no, a tastemakers? It's like, <laughs> no, no, not doing that. Um, but uh, what? Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, you can check us out on Twitter at Real Spoilers or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers while you're there. Join the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to share the show this week. Uh, Lane LeVanway. Well, now I don't know what to do because normally I won't say Brad's <laughs> name if he was on the episode, but he wasn't on the episode, but he's, but he's sitting <laughs> in front of me. So Take him out. Uh, hmm, decisions. Okay, Brad. Whatever you do, Ryan. don't talk about him. Yes. <laughs> At all. <laughs> uh, Travis T. Witt, Julianne Jordan, Ralph Dribble, Chris James, Tom Comiskey, Chris Sanders, Brent Smith, Griffin Foxsmith. Laura Conley Quiddick, Ron Johnson, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Richard Lawson, and Chris Magic Man. So thank you very much for sharing the show. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. So I guess that's all of that. We will now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready, Kevin. The box office? What's that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> but, uh, well, apparently, uh, since the last time we talked about it, not much has changed because Aquaman in week four, still number one, making all of the money. $30 million is a 42% drop in week four. Uh, that's uh, $259 million domestic right now. Uh, but overseas, uh, we're approaching the $700 million Golly. mark. It is now the highest grossing DC, if you want to call it the DCEU of the you know, Man of Steel. It's, but it's to bigger current. than Dark Knight. Mm, not, I do not worldwide. Uh, it, if it's not, it's, it's dangerously no, close. That's, it's not it. over a billion yet. Look at it. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okie dokie. I guess. Hold on, listeners. Pause while I look up this thing that I didn't think I had to look up. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, that's what happens when you figure it out. The guy who thought Eddie Murphy was in Soap Dish. I know. Yeah. Is, I, not, I, say, I never said Eddie Murphy is was in soap issuing dish. a challenge. <laughs> so The Dark Knight made 535 domestic and 469 foreign. So it is up over a billion dollars. Like wow, Aquaman I didn't know. Not. I didn't know Dark Knight made that much money. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's only it's half. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, you don't see that anymore either. Totally. Like, uh, well, yeah, that's the, I mean, because the bat, yeah, Batman, and especially that Dark Knight. I mean, you know, it just. I mean, domestically, yeah. people turned out. So it's. Oh, like, I mean, I knew it was a huge hit, but I didn't realize it made over five hundred million dollars. And it's also yeah. rare that you almost get half as much in the domestic totally. as worldwide. That used to be the formula. <laughs> yeah, right. Not anymore. Not I used anymore. to try to, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Aquaman uh, quickly approaching that. I mean, it, it very well could do it, but it's uh, it's up around 900 million right now. So another 100 well, million. It's got nothing coming up against it. Like there's nothing in the next coming weeks that's even going to... Escape room. <laughs> like I said, there's nothing coming up against it. <laughs> so anyway, yes, Aquaman doing quite well. It is the number one uh, of this newer uh, post Man of Steel era, and it is not stopping anytime soon. So we'll see what it continues to do in the That's weeks awesome. coming. Number two, Mary Poppins Returns still sticking around for that holiday money. $17 million is a 40% drop. It is at 139.95. We'll call it $140 million, uh, domestically <laughs> in week three. I think they got to be happy with I that. I don't know how that can't be. Especially because it kind of came out of the box, uh, out of the gate a little soft. Yeah. And to be sitting at 140 I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think what happened was it was kind of like people thought, oh well, it's going to be Aquaman or Mary Poppins Returns, right? And and so like they're not going to go to Aquaman. Like if they're the family audience, they're going to go to Mary Poppins. But Aquaman had a huge right. opening. I like kids were going to that. I mean, that's that's. I mean, it's your three quadrant hit. I don't know if old people were going to, <laughs> right. to Aquaman, but you know, but uh, you know, everyone was going to taking the family to see Aquaman instead of that. But I think in in the last couple of weeks they've they've come around and started to go to that. But still, I. 
I mean, you're talking about it's a little over two hundred million on a hundred and thirty million dollar budget. Oh, I didn't realize it was that expensive. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's still not in profit yet, and it's in week three. So I mean, I don't know that they're necessarily happy. Yeah, with no, it, I, but... re- I rescind that. Okay. <laughs> I uh, thought it was like a like an eighty to a hundred million dollar. Probably movie. what it should have been. Yeah, it's not yeah. gonna be a huge like, flop, but it's like they're you know they're they're working to get their money back on this one. So. Like I haven't seen the movie, so like I'm re- I'm really yeah. trying to figure out what they could have done that needed two hundred million dollars. Yeah, I, I don't you know. You saw it, didn't you? I saw it. Yeah, I was not pleased. But was, was, there, but was there anything in there? Where it's like, oh, but a lot of is. people have have like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's I won't say it's polarizing. There are certainly people that don't like yeah. it, but there's been a lot of people that sure. seem very happy with it. Yeah, but uh, but it, from what's on the screen, two hundred million. Well, what are they doing? Not she blow, two, is she blowing shit up? What's not, going on? No, no, <laughs> not two hundred million. One hundred and thirty million. Was the bo- oh? I thought you said the budget was two hundred million. No, no, no. It's oh. no, 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 no. It's almost. It's a little over two hundred million worldwide. Oh, okay. on a one hundred thirty million dollars. I budget. thought you were saying the budget was two hundred. Do you rescind your rescind now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're closer to happy, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay, because I was like two hundred million. Yeah, I thought I, I was in the same boat. I they're, was like, why do they spend two hundred million dollars right. on? They're their not pockets. lighting their cigars with hundred dollar bills, but they're also not jumping off buildings. Right. <laughs> so it's there's somewhere there in the middle. It also refreshes that character for a new generation, it does. which yeah. is very important for Disney from an intellectual property standpoint yeah. that it's not because like, I mean, I know when I was at Disney World before Christmas, like they had Mary Poppins out and oh, they did in people. Is she dressed like this or dressed like Julie Anders? I don't know enough to know. OK, but yeah, just like the Julie Anders, like yeah. the, the white that uh, she dresses in the white costume when they go in the park with the dancing. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah. And uh, but um. But there were people lining up, I think, I feel like, more than you would have seen normally. Sure, sure. You know. Well, that's because Alice in Wonderland has backed out the front gate, so they're like, hey, Mary Poppins is available. <laughs> so they, That so Alice Disney... in Wonderland is hard to talk to. Really? Yeah, she There's... gets a long line. Hmm. How she does. Doing? How you doing? Uh, but this, so Disney has, we've got the Lion King, right? That's this, that's this year. Aladdin. See that oh. post on was it on Reddit where they're like, "Wow, just to show you that Disney's run out of ideas." A theater with coming soon, and it's four Disney remake I posters did see in that. a row. Yeah. Like, okay. in defense <laughs> of Disney here, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, Pinocchio is not an original Disney story. Right. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves are not an original Disney story. Would you like me to continue? <laughs> like they've built their empire off redoing of stuff pre-existing sure. intellectual property yeah. yeah so it's like this is not a new thing and also like, they're not they don't have to they don't have to pay and they don't got to pay anybody right they just right. redo their own movies yeah their scripts are already there it's but no is, they're a business i mean each yeah. one of these movies will make over a billion dollars like would you not make a, i mean they just bought they've they've spent what 70 something billion on fox that's that's just clearing you know it's going to clear here pretty soon <laughs> I like think they need to make some money i think their larger concern needs to be at some point that they're essentially strip mining their past oh, they are and yeah. they're gonna run out of things right. here right. soon and like, we don't well, want another I think nobody's gonna be like oh right on the live action version of oliver and company <laughs> Like, you know, you know what would work, honestly, are those ones that weren't well received. Why isn't there a live? Why wouldn't they do Treasure Planet or uh, because nobody cares? Yeah. But I mean, like Treasure Planet, I feel like is. But they're remaking these to make money. I think I think if they because this is an instant billion Treasure, Treasure yeah. Planet would be Ready Player One level. No, it'd be cool, yeah. but the problem is, is that see these movies will make an instant billion. What was the other one? Treasure oh, Planet is like, well, no one did it the first time, and are you going to get people to yeah. see it? If you do, great. But if you don't get them to come yeah, out, maybe they'll have a line of like direct to VOD. <laughs> like, here's our live action brother bear. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so they've got Lion King, they've got Aladdin, they've got Avengers, they've got Captain Marvel. And a Star Wars well, movie, Star in Wars, Dumbo next year is Dumbo. another remake. Is that, is that they're looking is that at 2019? Yeah, yeah. This, okay, this yeah. it's it's they've got uh, it's Aladdin, Pinocchio, right? Is Pinocchio right? Yeah. Is the Disney? Yeah, uh, Aladdin, a little, Pinocchio, Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid with Lin Manuel Miranda doing the music is coming out. But that wasn't part of this poster. But like just in the next year or something, there's like four. You know. Yeah, but I mean, like it's. But what? But what happens when you run out? Right, because it's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I think it's time to remake. It's time to remake the live action Beauty and the Beast. It's an animated version of the live action Beauty and the Beast. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Well, you know what's funny? I said years ago when Pixar was at its peak that Disney should just take those animated properties and 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 do the Pixar thing, do an animated Pixar style. 
but keep the original audio track. Yeah. Oh, that's just be update so kids go oh. to see it, but they yeah. have yeah the classic. But oh. just do the a modern animation style. Yeah. But like I said, keep all the audio. Right. Totally. Be because that's the thing is those movies are great, but the kids nowadays they're just like that, that's it's black old. and white to them. Yeah. It really is like it is so hard to get. Like I've you know I've introduced my son to the classics. He's nine, and so like I've we've got all the Blu-rays, Lion King, Live Song of the stuff. South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched Birth it. of a Nation. Yeah. Well, yeah. haven't gotten to that one yet. He's not ten, but uh, <laughs> but you know we've watched all these these animated movies, and like you know he'll sit down for them, but I can tell he's just not as interested in them yeah. because of the animation style and it's, it's like oh these are the best you know and I grew up with them but they Although, just don't I don't know that it's entirely the animation style I think sometimes it's the storytelling technique yeah. movies I mean I find myself sometimes with older movies like like pick up the pace let's go let's go yeah so, so I mean it's definitely I, a longer form yeah of filmmaking than it is now yeah so I, I watched a, this is not a kids movie but I rewatched uh, over the holidays because it, you know everyone thinks of this at Christmas time, of course, it's stripes, and uh, <laughs> the which well, because candy canes have stripes. That's true. No, they know? do. Yeah, uh, and, and not the director's cut. Good call. Don't ever watch it's the director's the cut. It is brutal. Yep. Like you will be amazed at how close they came to putting out a dis- awful a disaster. Movie. <laughs> yeah, it is so bad. Yep. Um. So I watched the non-director's cut because Crystal had never seen it. And I was so such a great movie. And you married her? Yeah. Have you watched it recently? No. Yeah. Oh, really? I was hmm. really caught off guard, but like, like, uh, Winger's, I, love, I love that movie. Winger's really a dick. He is a dick. Like when you when you watch it with a current sensibility. Oh, really? You're just like you're kind of a douche. <laughs> like, I, like why you know at the you know in the middle? Like, first off, stripes. Even when I was like, this is a great movie. Yeah. Once. They get to boot camp. You can stop watching. Like once they get done with boot camp. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Once they, when they go to Germany and the Winnebago, it's like boot camp yeah. is the best part of boot that camp. Movie. Yeah. As soon as he says that's the fact, Jack, you're yeah. done. You know. But um, that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Like when they get to that scene, I'm like, why is anybody following this guy? <laughs> yeah. He's been a complete dick the <laughs> whole time. Even He's not as, a even team his player. best friend. Yeah. Like yeah. why would you be like, okay, yeah, let's rally behind him, right, right, and we'll win the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because he's Bill Murray. That's the only reason. Because he's tagging PJ Souls. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the other one. The other one's uh, uh, Sean Young. Young. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I was just like really caught off guard. Like at the beginning when he quits his job, and I'm just like, yep. Like I, I, the, I love that scene of them in the in the apartment. Where he's yeah, like, I, bet, I bet you five bucks you can't do ten push-ups. Yeah. Or like when his girlfriend walks out on him, and I'm just like, I'm like on her side. Yeah, I'm no, like, totally. Makes sense. When I yeah. watched that last time, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I'm like you get it. And Crystal was like, Ugh, I hate guys like this. Like instantly, <laughs> yeah. like couldn't stay. You know, but that was kind of the Bill Murray character, though. Oh, it absolutely well, that's was Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's what he does. That's his, yeah. And he was just playing it up to eleven in that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, well, Mary Poppins returns. Take it easy, Francis. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a it's a tough one. I mean, I I wanted to like it. I, I expected to love it. I mean, Lin Manuel Miranda. I'm a huge fan of his and Hamilton. Yeah, and obviously a Disney fan. And and the original movie is great, but the problem is there's no songs in this new one. I could not tell you what one of the songs was. Where with Mary Poppins, I didn't even grow up with it. Like I watched it with Katie a year ago or so, and it was like my second time watching yeah, it. Know, I did not grow up with Mary Poppins. I've, I don't think I've ever actually seen wow. Mary Poppins. Yeah, but it's like, but when you watch, I mean, it's the Sherman Brothers. Like they, they were geniuses. They wrote like every song is a yeah. memorable song, and so even though I haven't seen it that much, I could list off, I could rattle off all these songs. And in this new one, I'm like, there's not a song. Like there's not the song that you remember, you know. And it's not like in Mary Poppins where there's a trillion, you know. But there is no supercalifragilistic where you're like, oh, that's so catchy. It's an earwig. And, yeah. Um. So there's that, and then just like Emily Blunt plays it closer to the book, which I get that that's a source material, but it's also a sequel to a movie and so you're changing the tone from the movie mary poppins to the book sure. mary poppins and so it's jarring um it's an entertaining film so like if you take your kids to see it and especially if they haven't seen the first one it is an entertaining time at the movies but they don't have any pre-existing knowledge of the character or the original songs so like they may be entertained but if you've seen that original i don't know how you go into it and are just like i love this new version because it just doesn't touch the original it's you know mm. It's yeah. it's tough. So anyway, it, it's interesting. Like I feel like they have spent more money and more time on the remakes of the animated stuff mm. than this. Like I feel like this was just a viable property, just as much of a viable property as the Lion King. Yeah, from you know 
back in the day. Yeah. But I feel like they're just like, no, no, no. Like, we got to, like, we really need to worry about the Jungle Book and Aladdin and Lion King. The problem is it's older, though. You're talking about, you're talking about Mary Poppins, which was from the 60s. Like, I I mean. I I will also say, I'm always a sucker for the old uh, live action combining with animation. Mm-hmm, so like sure. Incredible Mr. Limpet, Mary Poppins, yeah. Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, yeah. like I love And they do that a great stuff. scene. The best part of the entire movie is when uh Mary Poppins and and uh the Lynn Manuel character and they take the kids into a world that's it's an homage to the original. Yeah. You know, they've got the um they go into a like a vase and the vase has a painting of horses and different things and so they jump into it and go into that and it world. It goes like 2D animation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and nice, so they blend okay. in with that. So that's very cool technically. Uh and there's a neat scene and Lynn Manuel Miranda raps in the scene so he actually has to do his thing. It's like it's fine. It's not a memorable song, but it's like okay, cool, he's doing his thing. What was it? Was it Tom? Was it Tom and Jerry? Did Tom dance with Gene Kelly? Gene Kelly? Yeah, and oh, Anchors that, Away. I yeah, think it was. was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. But uh, anyway, I mean, that might have been one of the first. I think it was usages of that. Yeah, because then think. I think they they won an Oscar for it or something, didn't they? Oh, maybe. I wow. feel like it was a big. It was like like a groundbreaking thing. And then Seth MacFarlane redid it. He oh did, yeah, he, that's he right. took Fair Tom yeah. out and put Stewie in there. Yeah, yeah. it was the same thing. Uh, but you know, right now the thing is with all these movies, I mean, they're tapping into nostalgia. And so all these kids, all these people like us that now have kids, like we're going to go spend our money to relive our childhood with the Lion King, Aladdin. I so will they do have those. to tap into I, that. This... Not our grandparents are going to be like, Oh, <laughs> new Mary Poppins. Like <laughs> right. it's just yeah. a different beast. Do you, do you think so with this Fox deal probably in the, what the next three weeks? Yeah. I mean, they said beginning of 2019, I do think, you think gonna... there's a Wolverine cameo. That's the rumor. Oh, in the new X Men? No, that in the new Avengers. Oh, in the new Avengers. That Wolverine will show up. I don't know, because he says he's done, so. Doesn't have to be him. Oh, I see what you're saying. Doesn't have to be him. I don't know. I don't know. He says he's done. He so Marvel's like, here's $50 million. He's like, well, okay. I thought he said at one time he was done after Logan. But then he was interested in the Disney stuff. I that bet he happened. was. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just I, I I don't. There's no. I mean, he obviously loves the character, and it's made him ultra famous. I mean, he's a super talented guy, but it yeah. put him on the map yeah, mainstream. You, it's just it's such a it's a it's a perfect storm of a of a career for him where that wasn't supposed to be him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm supposed to be that guy totally. from Mission Impossible Two when he got hurt yeah. or something. Uh, it's crazy. And like, just think about like Hugh Jackman is an ultra talented guy, but man, he started off as like a Broadway guy and then he became a mega yeah, his bra- superstar. His, his breakout role was Oklahoma. Yeah. He was currently <laughs> yeah. in that Oklahoma. Right? Yeah. Oh, and really? he's great. He's so talented, but it's like now, but then he played Wolverine. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just such a weird. But he, yeah, and like, who's, the, who's the suit that was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get the guy from Oklahoma to play Wolverine. <laughs> Right? It's just, does there does is it out there is his audition out there i not that i've seen okay that's what i want to see is like what did they see like what did he the do thing coming is in? That it, but now knowing what we know and seeing hugh jackman over the years like the guy can do anything he's just so oh, ultra yeah. talented yeah. he's got the charisma like the rock does you know he's got the natural charisma yep. he is talented he's a great actor uh you know and it's so it's like I, I think they just saw what we all see now, but to take a gamble on that. On a guy who was, I mean, I, you have to cast an, un, an unknown, yeah. I guess, in that role. Kind of like But Superman. it's like Swordfish. Uh, they he went from Swordfish to X-Men. They were. No. Yes. X-Men was first. No. X-Men's 2000. Swordfish is 99, I believe. I don't. Swordfish is the is the, is the boob, is the Halle, Halle yeah. Berry boobs, yeah. right? That's after X-Men. Well, then they were around the same time. They could have been, but X Men was first. Swordfish is two thousand one. Okay, yeah. So they had to be filming around. He was the probably same time. he probably like, filmed X Men and jumped right to Swordfish. Yeah, but but it's like yeah. it's just weird that it's like he hadn't done any. Well, then he really hadn't done any. No. You know, uh, X Men is like his. He, he took Swordfish because he's like, oh, I can what? see your boobs. He said he did Kate and Leopold. I think that's after. His, that's that's after all. X-Men every, too? Everything really? everything yeah. that he's done is post X Men. Wow. Yeah. So I was trying but to think. That's why I thought he had done Sword, Swordfish. Swordfish is the only the only reason I remember that movie. I mean, they made that such a huge part of their marketing. Fifty grand, yeah, fifty grand to show her boobs. Yeah, what? I just can't remember. They never. Yet. They she had never posed topless ever. Yeah. So and wasn't that, it just a pointless scene too of her like laying uh, on the beach? She's like, like the, she's like, yeah. So she's laying on the beach and she has like something covering. Like she's reading something. Yeah, and, and she, he's talking to her and she drops. Whatever she's reading and she's topless. I think it's a laptop. Like it a could have been, yeah. Or and like that was it. Like they that was the fifty scene. grand. Fifty for that? grand. Yep. Twenty five grand a boob. So is that movie rated R? Uh, probably. I just haven't seen Swordfish Song. I <laughs> yeah, it's it for is. the best. Okay, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, the, the according to IMDb, the the thing listed on it, his credits immediately prior to X Men is. Oklahoma TV movie, yeah, which I think is really they filmed they, Oklahoma. They, they filmed the stage play for yeah. like 
like uh, PBS or something. Right. Because right. they still show it on PBS mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, X-Men is. before that, it's nothing I've ever heard of. I Honestly, I don't think it's like it's Erskineville Kings, that Paperback like a, Hero. That's probably all Australian yeah, stuff. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. That's where I was going is I think this is all Australian stuff. Halifax FP. That's got a Snowy <laughs> River, the McGregor saga. Ooh. Is there a porno <laughs> called Throw a Shrimp on the Barbie? There has to be, yeah, right? Sure. I think. Yeah. I mean, probably I think Australia. If you go deep enough, any, pretty <laughs> anything much, you say, any <laughs> phrase you come up with has probably been a porno. But at some I'm point. just saying that has to be an Australian porno, right? Yeah. Like, there's or, no. I mean, the, yeah, don't 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 bottleneck it. Like, it could be an American one. Who knows? Like, yeah, just, but like, I mean, but it's an Australian uh, fake Australian saying. It's Crocodile like, Dundee. Yeah, four. like. But yeah, like he's his first professional thing Jeez. appears to be Law of the Land in '94, and by 2000, he's Wolverine. Yep. I wow. hope that executive at Fox is enjoying a very nice retirement, though. Oh, Seriously, like yeah, he, whoever was like that guy from Oklahoma, he's going to be our new Wolverine <laughs> yeah. and start what we'll. Well, no, like even the guy from Mission Impossible was in. Like it was done. Like he had he was already working on the costume. What's that guy's name? The bad guy Dermot? No, no, Doug Ray Scott. <laughs> Doug Ray Scott. Yeah, yeah. And then he got hurt. <laughs> well, they you know Dylan McDermott. Dylan McD- or Dermot Mulroney. I don't know. I love that they didn't SNL. <laughs> That's just amazing. But like, yeah, he was he was locked. He was signed, delivered. Right, right. He was ready to go, and then he that got guy. hurt. And then they're just like, "Hey, that Hugh Jackman guy looks pretty good. We'll get him." Oh, and then he, and then Ray Hugh Jackman's Scott. like, "Oh, by the way, I'm a mega star now." Yeah. And, and Doug Ray Scott's like. The 50th anniversary of Mission Impossible 2 is coming out on Blu-ray. <laughs> I hope Doug Ray Scott gets a very nice Harry and David basket every <laughs> Christmas from you, Jack. He sends him just, like, X-Men comics. <laughs> he sends him Blu-rays. Yeah. Like, a <laughs> sign. He's like, Thanks for everything. Yeah, you can at least sign it. Like, <laughs> he's like, hey, next year when you send me can the you sign, sign it? could you not personalize it? Because then I can sell it on eBay. Oh, sorry, man, Dougie. Uh, yeah, sorry, Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> he sends him just Blu-rays of Wolverine Origins. Yeah. No, yeah, Every X-Men year? Origins. This is the one you miss, bro. <laughs> uh, bub, this is the one you miss, bub. So, Mary Poppins Returns. You've heard everything about it that we have to say. Coming in at number three, the movie of the week, Escape Room. Uh, thanks to me and Brad going to the theater, that has made $16 million. <laughs> what? You guys I, each paid $8 million? Yeah, wow, that's, really? I feel like you overpaid. He yeah. bought my tickets. So. Oh, okay. Movie Boyfriends. $16 million. I don't remember. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that was A-list. <laughs> Sixteen. Oh my God! My first A-list movie. <laughs> oh, it works really well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sixteen million dollars opening week. I mean, can't be. I mean, like it can't. Nine be. million dollar yeah. budget, gentlemen. Sixteen million dollars opening weekend. Like, <laughs> I'm sure other studios are like, wait a minute. We can do what Blumhouse does. Why? Right. Why are we just I, giving it, everything to them? It totally is. I mean, I mean, the whole movie's CG. I mean, you know what I mean? Like the backgrounds and everything. It's there's not much to it, uh, you know. And 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 we'll get into it next episode. But uh, definitely, they have to be happy with that opening. So we'll we'll talk about that shortly. But uh, number four, Spider Man into the Spider Verse still sticking around with twelve point nine million, a thirty one percent drop. So word of mouth still going strong on that one. One hundred thirty three point seven million dollars domestic. So good and uh, overseas. 109 million so it's up over 240 million worldwide on a 90 million dollar budget i, I, I kind of wish that was higher like I, I i'm i'm ecstatic that yeah. it's as high as it is i think it definitely deserves to keep yeah, making money i think sure. the animation style is keeping people away you think so i do and um i mean it's it's a hit yeah but i think that they don't know what to make of it right just, and i yeah. think when it hits home video yeah people will that that's when you'll get the round of people that take a movie from being like a hit right. to a hit, yeah, yeah. sure, you know? sure. And then if when they make the second one, yeah. I I, it, I think up. it's gonna be very similar to the the trajectory of of Austin Powers. Oh, sure. Where the sure. first movie was a hit, and then it hit home video, and like, all the people bam. that like were like, "This looks stupid." So and good. then when they saw it on at home, they were like, "Oh my god, I was wrong." Those I, all three of those are good. There's so yeah, that third one. I love. That I like the third one too. I think maybe the age we were at when we saw. It, yeah, I watched like, the other day, and I'm like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> like the jokes are flying fast. And yes, I'm like, oh. and, and they hit. They're just like hit after hit. Yeah, every time that guy would eat skin, it was <laughs> just like <"Ugh." laughs> it didn't happen that often. Maybe it was twice in the movie to ruin it for me. 
me. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but the thing with Into the Spider-Verse is, so, I mean, and, and also, if you follow, like, film directors on Twitter, like, all these big-name film directors yeah. are finding it now, yeah. and, like, every director is praising this movie. The thing is, not only is it visually compelling, and not only does it have great action, but, I mean, the fact that you there's get a, the- There's a lot of heart in that Oh, movie. yeah, totally. Yeah. But also, the, the fact that you're getting a mainstream superhero being a Spider-Man, that you've got the, his mixed descent, uh-huh. you know, the uh-huh. fact that he is half black, half Hispanic. Hispanic. And, and it's like he is Spider-Man. So now all these kids, either black or Hispanic, you know, in the minority crowd, they can now look up and see themselves as Spider-Man. I mean, that's huge what it's doing. And and, and that's not to say that it, the movie is only for black and Hispanic. We obviously all know oh, it. Oh, it's a Spider-Man movie. Right. But so, when, you give, when you give another audience somebody that looks like them right yeah rather than a white guy right that i mean that's black panther is a prime example of what happens when you have a superhero that a hero that isn't morally ambiguous like i feel like that was always kind of uh a stumbling block is that they like when studios would make african-american quote-unquote heroes they have like a there's an edge to them that they that studio execs think people want in an African-American hero. And you don't have to do that. I mean, you look at Falcon, or you look at Black Panther, or Miles Morales. Like, all of these characters, they're not morally ambiguous. They're just good dudes. And, right. You know, I think it just it, Knight- it proves that there's no reason why you can't have a superhero that's not white. Sure. They, you oh, know, yeah. You see superheroes, and they all look the same. And it's like, look at this. We've gotten Black Panther, and now we, we have the Spider-Man movie. And so everyone that already loved Spider-Man still loves it. It... it, it it does the same thing that those other movies did except for now you've got a whole bunch of kids that can look up and see themselves and so that's an added bonus and and so the movie hits on all those different levels and i think when people discover it and the kids are going to watch it on home video and and people are going to keep talking about it i mean it will just blow up like tom said and uh the second one i'm sure will be oh, huge massive and yeah. i think there's a, a perception because of all the dc animated movies true that the animated Superhero stuff is second tier. is less than right. Yeah. Whereas the animated used to be the best. It was the good stuff, stuff but they've kind of stumbled <laughs> yeah. lately on that. I think it's going to stick around too for an extra award season push um, because I think I'm going to pick it over the Incredibles winning the uh, at least the Globes tonight. I, and then, you know, I love Incredibles too. I think it's a great sequel, but I wouldn't put it over uh, Isle of Dogs or this. Like, here's I the just, thing about Incredibles is that style is established. It's the right. same Pixar Disney animation style. It's the same thing. Isle of Dogs, as much as I don't like that director, is different. Yeah, right. yeah. Spider Man is, is different. different. Like, yeah, exactly. different That's looks, what I mean. So I, I feel like that should. Yeah, you know, Incredibles too. They they definitely took it up a notch. Uh, the, there's a lot of photorealistic stuff. The cinematography is great. The animation is much better than the original. But still, at 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 a quick glance, though, it does look the same style. The They're Disney, not doing Disney anything. Pixar house style. Yeah, and they've over but, 12 years kept making it a little, tweaking it, but it still looks like a Pixar movie. Right. But right. I will also say, the Academy loves to reward past success. Sure. And this award didn't exist when The Incredibles came out. That's true. And Wait. Mm. What? I don't think it did. Yeah, it won. Animated? Did it? Best animated? Yeah. Oh, it's been yeah. around yeah. that long? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, then never mind. Yeah. I thought they. I was going to like, oh, maybe they'll give it to it because they sure. couldn't give it to it the first time. God, I didn't realize when did it that, when, did that the, when did that show up? When was the first year they were just like, best animation? Um, I mean, because Beauty and the Beast was what, in 80? 90. 90? So that, and that was best picture, so it didn't yeah. exist in the 90s. I think it started Story Story? with Toy Story. We're like they. Mm, have, I don't think it was around for. They have I to give it. I, it, it <laughs> like goes Toy back Story as far as Monsters Inc. Two thousand one lost to okay. uh, so Shrek. Two, the first Shrek one was one or two. I think the, it was Shrek because the, the first I because the first to win it was Shrek. Okay, okay. there you go. That was the year Monsters Inc. was against it, right? Or you probably I don't know. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. It was wow, that so year. Toy was, Story didn't get a chance was, to even win that. Yeah. Which, but I mean, like Toy Story. Think about what that started. Yeah, but think how revolutionary Toy Story yeah, was. It. And I mean, that movie started this industry. Yep. This new CG. Yep. Like, and and I that just movie watched, still holds. I up. just watched it. So that that's one of those movies that they didn't used to come with digital. Right. So like, I hadn't watched it in a long time because I usually browse through Vudu or movies anywhere the digital stuff, and I just don't have it. So I finally ripped my Blu-ray to Plex so I could watch it digitally. Yeah. And so I hadn't watched it in years, and I looked back, and sure, it's simple like compared to the stuff we're used to, but still for '95, like it looks amazing. Oh yeah. Like yeah. how revolutionary they used to like it took them. 
days to render like weeks to render oh, that really? movie but you know what i mean because the computers sure. back then even though they had these super computers for the time like each scene took them days and days and uh yeah and, and that story have you heard that story about how they almost lost the entire project yeah, yeah. that is an amazing Ooh, story like that, that, it wasn't like it was like a a lady that worked there had a draft backed yeah. up mm-hmm. or something. Yep. And she's like, she was oh, pregnant, I got it. So she was working from That's home. That's what it was, yeah. And they gave her, like, dailies to look at. And so she was able to back up the entire movie or, like, for whatever draft it was and bring it home to work on. And someone typed a wrong command back at Pixar and deleted the entire project. No like backups. That, even Even talking about it. <clears throat> makes me sick to my stomach. It does. Yeah, it, it does. It's totally. <laughs> can you imagine the person that deleted it and then they didn't know how to recover it? Yeah. Like how sick they would can, be? Can yeah. we go back in the history and like try to reboot our computer <laughs> yeah. yesterday but so like, that didn't happen? She single-handedly... I mean, think about if that movie was lost and they probably couldn't have recreated it. They probably would well, have taken all, a loss. It, it's almost like when you go back and watch the... Uh, not the animation, but like the sketched out animation for Shrek mm-hmm. with Farley's voice. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, whoa. Like it's not good, like it's. I mean, it's not good. Like it's. It's a complete. Like I think it's not good because we're used to Mike Myers. It's a completely different character. I don't think that character is as lovable with Farley doing it. And then when Mike Myers comes in and changes the voice and, yeah. does, and adds a little bit to it, you know, he recorded it what? twice. Yeah, he recorded. Yeah, that there's twice. two. He did the whole he did movie. The, he did the Farley version, and then he's right? like. Well, he did the whole movie as Mike Myers. And, and, yeah, oh. basically and in his own voice. Yeah. He's, then he's like, wait a minute, let me try this. <laughs> and then they re-recorded the entire movie with the Scottish accent. And it and works. It just, for whatever reason, works so yeah. much better. But I think that that movie doesn't yeah. do what it does with Farley as yeah. the voice. Because it's, it's, it's a completely different yeah. movie. I mean, it's just hard to say, you know what I mean? Because we know that, but it could have. Maybe. Yeah, I don't it's know. hard to say. But anyway, so yeah, Spider-Verse uh, doing well. I, I would love to see it stick around and Did make more Did you see that? Uh, was it Phil Lord that said that they will introduce the Japanese Spider-Man? No. In the, in the sequel. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's they like, yeah, we'll add him. Why not? That's amazing. Well, yeah, it's one of the universes. Yeah, he exists it, it counts. With his guns. Yeah. <laughs> weird spider robot. It's so weird. Uh, so anyway, uh, that one doing quite well. Number five, Bumblebee, the movie of last week. Uh, $12.8 million is a 39% drop. So still taking in a modest uh, box office, but uh, small drops here. $97.1 million domestic. Uh, but we talked about it last week and that it hadn't rolled out yeah. foreign completely. <laughs> So uh, it's at $108 million right now overseas. So it's up over $200 million worldwide. But uh, going over to the foreign, um, yeah, it's it, China. <laughs> it only lists $3 million or $3,000. So like, we don't even have the China numbers in yet. Um, and but let's Japan. See, I don't see Japan on there. So still, it's over $200 million without those big ones on a 135. Why so. do you think they wait? I feel, like, I feel like the bootleg market overseas... Well, China is very... They only allow a certain number of oh, u.s films and yeah. i get okay and so they're they, waiting for his lot to open they up. gotta yeah you have okay. to wait for your turn yeah. because they don't want american films to, to succeed overshadow. at the expense of chinese yeah. they don't want to take and they don't want to take money out of china to the u.s right they want, yeah um so yeah i saw a poster because when i was posting the episode i was like posters for our for our podcast feed and i saw i guess the chinese poster yeah. and it's like bumblebee and then it, it said like you know march or april 3rd or oh, whatever, you really? know what i mean so i saw it and i'm like oh wow so it's like That's a long time they're still waiting for it maybe it wasn't april but you know it was like a, i would say april is avengers no that's may yeah, yeah. I, I, whatever it was April, but i'm I'm just like we got in december and there's like they're promoting it as whatever months or february something uh, one I of those months do you think they go to them and are just like look we have this coming out when's the next slot available <laughs> probably like make it yeah, res- I'm sure they play and, and i think yeah. the bigger movies get a like little... they're mapping that out years in right, advance right, right. and that's why you see in avengers or something like that roll out like all at the, at same, the same time, time. yeah or like bvs they're just like we got to get in front of these reviews yeah get it all out there now <laughs> yeah so okay so bumblebee did just open this weekend so we don't have the number so it okay. was january on the on the okay. poster so they got it a few weeks uh after us um so we'll see next week what it ends up doing but yeah it, it's already over 200 so i wouldn't be surprised if it made another 50 or 60 over there opening weekend and we'll see how it continues to go 
Number six, the mule. So I'd still people going to that in week four. I'm surprised Yikes. that's so Old high people. up on the list. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, true. making it. Yeah. yeah, making their way. Yeah, four. I mean, that's at the, eight. The article in uh, AARP Monthly just, <laughs> just came out, yeah. and they're like, "Well, this oh, this sounds like a good one. A new Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Is I like that it? fella. <laughs> yeah. That kid makes some good movies. <laughs> I liked him in that. Uh, what was he? Bonanza. <laughs> So yeah, I I haven't seen it. I mean, I want to see it. I heard I heard that it's it's pretty decent. I heard it's a a little bit racist though. Because yeah, I've heard that too. But I, I, I can't oh, really. Why. I don't know why either. That's what I people just keep saying. It's kind of racist. I don't know why. Central casting Mexicans. I mean, he's 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 like smuggling drugs, and I guess maybe he he has a a racist perspective on the people he's dealing with. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, 8.8 million in week six. So that's a 28% drop, $80.8 million for that one. Uh, domestically, no overseas money on a $50 million budget. So, it's about making its money back here. Yeah. So, and Clint Eastwood was on Rawhide, just for the record. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was yeah, like, right. I didn't think he was on Bonanza, yeah. but I've. The Creature from the Black Loop. No, the third. Was he in the first one? He, he was, was in one. He was in the third one. Yeah, he's in one of them. Yeah. I've... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, anyway, so that one doing well. Number seven, Vice, uh, is $5.5 million, a 29% drop on that one in week two. So that's up to $29.4 million domestic. No that's mo- the one I want to see. Yeah, it's good. Is it? Yeah, it's good. Uh, so, we, and it's getting, I mean, it's getting some uh, critical praise. I don't know what it's going to do at the Globes or Oscars, yeah. but Christian Bale's a uh, Christian Bale front should, runner. Yeah. should win actor. How, do, how does he not? He just, and the weird thing is, too, is it's like, so we all know Christian Bale. He was freaking Batman. We've seen him in so many roles. Somehow he manages to disappear into yeah. these roles where I'm like, I don't, I did not see Christian Bale as Jane. Uh, I think it's funny they plays Batman and Dick Cheney, <laughs> proving the theory from Batman that you live long well, enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> but man, he disappears, though, doesn't he? He you does. You're not like, oh, that's just I, Christian Bale. Yeah. You're like, I don't see. I it. enjoyed the movie. I, d- I don't love it as much as some people do. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it really kind of falls apart in the back half yeah. and loses the thread. Yeah. But um, uh, but that credit stinger halfway through, though, that yeah. you didn't like that. Eh, I don't know. I was just. I just I felt like at times the movie was trying way too hard oh. to be wacky. Oh. I like I just, it, just, it, like I really enjoyed the Big Short, and I yeah. felt like he was really trying to shoehorn that form of storytelling onto this movie, oh. and it and it and it didn't always work. Sometimes it worked great. Yeah. Other times it didn't work, and there were times where I felt like I think if maybe you had just played this movie straight, yeah. It would have really? been better. Oh, yeah. I, I really like, still have it, that sensibility of yeah. like this is Looney Tunes, right? But but not Without necessarily those. have like so much of the wacky narrative structure to make it Looney Tunes. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, it worked for me, but I I understand what you're saying. For but sure. I, I enjoy I enjoyed the movie, but I I don't think it's the masterpiece. Has he ever won? People are hailing it to be Christian Bale. Has he ever been nominated? Fighter, right? Yeah, he won for the fighter. He did Newsies, yeah. of course. Of course, oh, yeah. <laughs> that Absolutely. is a rough one. That Broadway show is so good, and you go back and watch that movie. Getting through him singing, if you can, <laughs> it is like. It is like I, I can't even describe it. He it's worse no, than nails on a chalkboard. He ain't no Hugh Jackman. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. <laughs> trying to hear him sing, yeah. But uh, so he yeah, won, he won for the fighter. Yeah, he did. yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, so anyway, uh, that one uh, is oh, going to be. He's, stick- the, he's the brother. I don't know why I was thinking he was the Mark Wahlberg character. I was like, he wasn't really that good. But yeah, okay. No, he's the brother. He's the, yeah. he's the, he's the, he's the it was a supporting guy. role. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did another brother, one of those. Right. Got really skinny. Got really strung out looking. I'll never and... forget that, man. When they show him in the machinist, they're like, oh. no, this is Batman. And oh. I'm just like, what the f-? <laughs> and, then there, and then there's the next picture of him like all bulked and bloated. Yeah. And you're just like, what is what it's Batman so, movie are we trying to tell here? When you, yeah, when you see the machine, you're like, are you sure he's not Scarecrow? <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> Plastic Man. Yeah, because I feel like this is gross. And yeah. then he, then you see that picture of him on like the, on like the when he's training and he's ripped out. You're like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah, that's fair. Number eight, Ralph breaks the internet, still making money with four point eight million. It's a twenty nine percent drop in week seven, one hundred and eighty seven million dollars domestic and overseas another one hundred and seventy four. So another pretty even one there, uh, with a fifty one point four, forty eight point six split. That's up over three hundred and sixty million on a one seventy five million dollar budget. So uh, that's one that was really good that I think deserves to make even more money. But yeah. you know, there's just a lot coming out. It's, I don't. It's also weird. Like they, we talk about how it was an embarrassment of riches. Like the first two weeks around christmas and then we get to this week and next week and there's nothing yeah. it's just like why would you try to what, clog up, season 
and there's oh, just more people going true. to the box office because yeah, they're, 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 they're out of school, they're off yeah, work. Like it's fair. movie theaters in December, trying to go. It was. You I know, guess next week is that stupid John, not John Wick, uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves movie, replicas. Yeah, that's been delayed several times. Uh, I was wondering. That was well, interesting. The upside me, is the big movie next What's week. That? The Kevin Will Hart, Ferrell. Brian Cranston movie. Or Brian oh, Cranston, you're right. Yeah, sorry. That was a Weinstein movie. I think they sold it off. Yeah, during Kevin, all that, Kevin stuff. Hart's not helping himself either. That was yeah. supposed like, to come out way last year, maybe even last December, or you know, like a year ago. And uh, then the Weinstein stuff happened, oh, and so they they pulled it. To get yeah, because it's an, it's a remake of I think a French film that was really popular. Oh, okay. And so a lot of people yeah, were excited. Was, I for believe it. the French film was called The Upside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was called Lay Upside. Sorry. Well, uh, Tom, I was I didn't want to be too pretentious. Oh, we <laughs> so, so anyway, Ralph breaks the internet, doing quite well still. Uh, number nine, second act. That's that J Lo movie. Four point eight million is a thirty five percent drop. So still continuing to get people to the theater for that. Thirty two point eight million. So when I went to see Escape Room, yeah. I walked into the wrong theater. Okay, for, and it was for second act. And oh, your was, people walked yeah, into our theater. Too, yeah. yeah, there was one person in there. Is that right? One lady. Wow. Well, your like... people walked into our theater because when we were watching Escape Room. Two older ladies walked <laughs> in of the way and, through. and tried to kick out the people in the seats next to us saying they had their seats. They clearly were not there for escape room, especially at the end of the movie. Right. So they must have been trying to go to second act. So pretty oh funny. Oh, my God. I bought a ticket to the wrong theater. Nice. Oh. Because I, I, uh, I bought a ticket to AMC Creve Core by accident. I have done that. So yeah. I showed up and, and I went to AMC Chesterfield. And they're both AMC Classic Creevecore, oh, AMC Classic, Chester. Chesterfield. Oh, okay. So, like, when you're on the app and you're like, it, you know, and so I showed up at 645 for a movie that started at 730. Oh. Luckily, I really showed up at like 705 because sure. I know better. Right. Um, but, uh, and like, my thing's not scanning. And then they let, and they're just, and, the, and they're just like, just go in. And I'm like, I'm like, which theater? I don't have a ticket. <laughs> and they're like, uh, it's 10 on your right. I'm like, okay. So I go in, there's just one lady in there, and I'm like, this ain't right. She don't look like she's here for yeah. a skit. <laughs> I was like, she's knitting. Yeah, and like the thing said, second act on the above the door, and I was like, hmm. I was like, are you? And I was like, are what are you here to see? And she's like, second act. I'm like, okay, I have the wrong thing. <laughs> so I walk back, and then I'm showing them like, and the guy's like, oh no, that's on the other side of the. And I was <laughs> like, okay, right. and he's like, but and I was like, oh okay, I'm like, I'm just. Play and beat the clock at this point because right. I peed and got a soda. Right, yeah, and, you uh, had like forty five minutes to spare. Now you're trying. right, and uh, and he's like, "Oh, it doesn't start at seven thirty. And I was Damn like, it. "No, it starts at six forty five. And he's like, "And he's like, no, it's seven thirty. And I was like, "Here's my thing." And I'm and I'm like, "He's like, yeah, that's a six forty five. He's like, "Let me take you over to the manager." And then I'm looking at him I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> son of a!" Oh, and then they'll, they'll at least you didn't act like a jerk and act like they didn't know what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, and then the <laughs> the manager lady was like. I was like, what should I, do you want me to like, I was like, do you want me to leave? I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I can like refund it. And, and I was like, I did it through movie pass or whatever, a list. And so, um, so I'm like, I can refund it and just rebook it. Like, it's no big deal. And she's like, just go sit down. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. "Okay." (laughs) Sir, we we have other customers to deal with. We've been dealing with you for an hour. I did that with Spider-Verse when I took Bella to go see it. Uh, I bought tickets and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect! Like it's the perfect time." And then I realized, like, we were out somewhere, and I real I looked down on my phone. I was like, "Oh no!" Like I bought it for the uh, Marcus in Chesterfield, oh. and I was just like, "No!" <laughs> Luckily, the one at Ronnie's was like, you know, Fandango will let you refund it or just exchange it. Yeah, yeah. As long as it hasn't started. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's what the lady said to me. She's the, like, "You can't refund yeah. it because you got the six forty five, and now it's seven ten. Yeah. Right. And I was like, well, it's through Movie Pass. I'm not g- going to see three movies this week, so it's whatever. I, I can, yeah. like, You just... used one of yours, so it's not like you were going to get a free movie out right. of it. Right. You I literally like, had used it. Yeah. Your... And so she was just like, just go yeah, sit down. That's I'm good. like, okay. Phew. So. so. Well, if AMC listens, don't yeah, get out. Don't, <laughs> don't get out because you know exactly when I saw it. He said he saw it at the Wisconsin 18. Yeah. So track them down. 
So anyway, uh, where were we now? Oh yeah, second act. So thirty two point eight million in four weeks. That movie definitely performing better than I would have expected. Yeah, I don't know what they expected, but it's certainly yeah. better than I would have expected. <laughs> Sixteen million dollar budget on that one. Uh, Two hundred million dollar budget on that one. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, so that's for all those songs. That's a A Rod's agent is just like, no, 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 babe. Like I'm not playing ball anymore. So whatever, you got to make double your salary so we can supplement my. I'm sure he's got plenty in his savings. I don't know. I think he got himself in some trouble, uh, and uh, I, I don't think he fin. Uh, didn't he did, make like hundreds of millions? Yeah, of but dollars? then he got busted for peds. Did they, does he have to pay it back now? No, but I mean, like that. I mean, they can. But that hurts his endorsement. Yeah, hurts deals his endorsement. And, so well, I don't know what he was. Hopefully, making he didn't buy me. too many Lambos because that should last him quite it a bit. Should. So, well, he, you know, when you're getting like the high end steroids at this point, <laughs> like that's you know, he's got Sly's guy <laughs> helping him out. <laughs> yeah. and, so six point six million foreign on this movie. That's an odd one right there. I feel like JLo's probably got fans overseas. Yeah, it's just like I for a this movie seems like a totally American, you know, but uh, like no interest. Yeah, two point two million in Australia. There's where her fans are. Four hundred forty-seven thousand in South Africa. Okay, three hundred seventy-seven thousand in the Netherlands. I mean, it's just totally random. It's just yeah, JLo. You're right, JLo. So, anyway, good for that one. And rounding out the top 10, this was a surprising one. Holmes and Watson with 3.4 million. What? I mean, that's one that I wouldn't think would have been critic proof. I'm not saying that it's setting the world ablaze, but like after those reviews, for it to make 3.4 million in week three, that's what I think. I think it's the curiosity factor of is it as bad I as about I've heard. It, I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding either because since we have that A list thing and you can see three a week, like I haven't been using mine. I see like one a week. I was like, if I don't have anything to do, I kind of want to see yeah. it. Now, I can always walk out too, but right. like I do want to know how it's that bad. Yeah. So like bad them. that Netflix is like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but 3.4 million. So it only has a 54% drop after those scathing reviews. 28 million dollars 28.4 million and i think four- it's only a 40 million dollar movie yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah it's it's uh 28 domestic but then it's uh four overseas so it's around 32 million on a 42 million dollar budget gonna, they're gonna fall ass backwards into making a profit but like well, i can't believe they're not well i guess it's, it's not yeah. a career engine no from, no from a box office yeah. but yeah that's amazing to me like i thought it'd be one of those like it made eight million who, on directed, a 40 or who directed that uh oh that's eton oh Eaton Cohen is that like yeah. n- interesting? Is that is that one of the guys from Garfield? What like one of the Garfield directors? Oh, I don't know. No, yeah, uh, the only other movie was Get Hard, which was another. I like Get Hard. Oh, oh, I don't like Get Hard at that's, all. That's the one where he's like the Johnny Cash. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, no. That's, that's when he's like hard. Oh. Kevin Hart teaches him how to be. Yeah, that's bad. Get Hard. It would. It was the gay panic movie. Yes, all the jokes. Well, that's why I think it's funny when people are mad at Kevin Hart because of the tweets, and he's like, "That was a long time ago." And I was like, "Has anybody seen Get Hard yeah. three years <laughs> that, ago?" That whole movie was gay, gay panic. panic. Yeah, yeah. Right, but right, uh, right. I, I will rescind my it was a flop it made 111 worldwide on a 40 so it didn't lose money it wasn't huge but it i just remember it being terrible so they did they did talladega nights which was huge good yeah they did step brothers was the the, was the other was huge yeah that was the one and then did they do something else together i don't or or is it just those two i don't think i think it's just those two okay yeah I, i just it's it's a comedy pairing that works and I just can't, like, maybe they just need the right person. Well, clearly this, whatever, I think the problem Who directed is, Talladega Nights? Was that I mean, McKay? That was Adam, Adam McKay. McKay. I and think then, so, did too. Did Adam McKay do Step Brothers as well? I... That sounds right. I'm going to look it up, because I... Because, like, I feel like maybe Adam McKay is, like, the I don't the know glue. that he did, but let me see. So, he has directed uh, Anchorman. Perfect. Talladega Nights. Great. Step Brothers. Great. The other guys. Anchorman oh, 2. Oh, Anchor... Okay. The other guys was fun. That's the one with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Cops. The Wing Anch- Gun. Yeah. Anchorman yeah. 2, The Big Short, and Vice. So, like, I, I think you're right, though. I mean, you can see his tra- trajectory and how Adam McKay is a good director. You know, they lose him to... Was he, an, was he Ant-Man? He was Ant-Man at one point, right? Like He, he was, was going... He was going well, to do Ant-Man? He was going to take over for Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright. And then he And then that lasted, like, a week. And he's like, no. Because I think he saw what Edgar Wright was dealing with, okay. the studio control. Okay. He's just like, no. <laughs> and then they got the guy from... What did, we, what, did, what did he direct? Was it uh, Marley and Me? 
I, I don't no. remember what the whatever that guy's yeah. name is. But <laughs> just I mean, like, hey, I'll do it. Hey, it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you got two movies out of the deal. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, Holmes and Watson took the number ten spot, beating out Bohemian Rhapsody at number eleven, oh. still making two point three million, a two percent drop. In I week finally 10. saw that this week. A 2% drop, thanks to Brad. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I did like my it? part. I loved it. Okay. I, could, I can't believe it took that long to see it. Yeah. Like, week 10, $193 million domestic for Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, and let me get out of my Adam McKay uh, tangent here. If I can go to the uh, weekly box office. Peyton Reed. Dude. That's his name. Peyton Reed. Yeah. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody worldwide now on a $52 million budget has made $715 million. Oh, wow. Not to mention all the record sales. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, are they buying? Are, pe- are, the people, are people of- buying like Queen records or are they buying the soundtrack to this movie? Both. Probably oh, both. Okay, like, yeah. The thing is that I mentioned it back when, I mean, like a long time ago when we did the box office, I think, or maybe the next week after the movie came out. But like Queen had not been at the top, like the top 10 on Billboard for like 30 years or something like that. You know, yeah. I mean, they've been, obviously they always have their greatest hits and they're out there, but they hadn't been like top 10 popular in, in decades. Yeah. And like they went to the top of the charts after this movie. So not only do they have the movie money, but look at all that music money. Yeah, that's brand. huge. So I, I don't, it's, you know, we joked around about it with Chris, the, uh, Frank the other day, but it's like, what other movies? What other biopics can we make? Well, they just released <laughs> that image of Taron Edgerton as Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. It's just kind of like, huh. That looks all right. I yeah. mean, he he needs to get his ass in gear and start making some better choices. Yeah. But Kingsman two, which I mean, I guess he got a pass on that. But that Robin Hood movie probably contractually obligated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just that movie was a big disappointment yes. when it should have been fun. They just that magic of that first one. There's a third one. Yeah. What's that? There's a third one coming. I think this year. But it's not going to have. I don't think it's any. No. I, they said I think something he's about out. I think, yeah, it's a it's maybe a prequel or another possibly. country's Kingsman yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but which is weird. Also, just like you have a Netflix deal, what's going on? I'm telling you, that guy. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but anyway, that's the box office. Did you ever see Peyton Reed's credits before we finish this out? What his, what he directed before Ant Man? No. Bring it on. Okay. Two thousand. That's a big hit. That was a huge hit. Yeah. Down with love, which is that one with uh, Obi Wan, Ewan McGregor, and. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. It looks like it's Alec Guinness and Kirsten yeah, Dunst. Right. <laughs> Rob Com. Uh, the breakup, which I enjoyed. Yes, man. That Yes, man is his last movie, and okay. then Ant Man. Hmm. Ant Man and the Wasp. It's just like he did. Yes, man and Ant Man. Yes, man yeah. and Ant Man. Okay. Yeah, and Yes, man's that. Yes, Ant Man is the third that's, one. That's like on the the, that's the Jim Carrey one. Carrey. Yeah, and then yeah, and then and then they're just like, can we hire somebody to direct this movie? And Peyton's like, I got. Nothing going on. That's not a weird transition. Like I get Edgar Wright, and then I get Adam McKay, you know, for his comedy writings and stuff. Right, and then, and then well, I mean, like, but well, the Russos had done You, Me, and Dupree. Yeah, right? but so. the, if you look at his early credits, like he directed a bunch of the Weird Al show. He did a bunch of the Mister. Oh, okay, uh, gotcha. The Mister. Show with Bob and Oh, okay. oh love Mister. Uh, show. Dave. Yeah. Uh, so like he's yeah. done, he has some comedy stuff in the totally. back, like way back. But yeah, like Yes Man and then Ant Man. Yeah. You know, you know the uh, Mr. Show was the comedy Bang Bang guys. Like uh, Scott Ackerman wrote for yeah. Mr. Show. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you ever see their new one? What's oh yeah Bob on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's just yeah. like the same. It's the same show. They just can't call it <laughs> right. Mr. Show. Yeah. So it's yeah. There you uh, go. But anyway, that again is the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. Yeah. You're welcome. So I guess. Have that- you ever seen Peyton Reed's college <laughs> yearbook? <laughs> Do you see all those signatures? Bring it on as the weird one. Like it's just like what, what, what? All right. I don't, I don't know. Bring it on. That was popular. That was, that was super was, popular. That was freaking 50-year-old, uh, what's <laughs> Je- his name? Jesse, uh, Jesse Bradford yeah. as, a as, a, as a high school kid. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen Bring It On? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a Come funny on. movie. It's got Elijah Dushku. I liked that. Better oh, believe I saw that movie. Kirsten Dunst, Elijah Dushku. That's a funny movie. It is funny. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, was, I saw it a year or two after it came out. I don't even know why I watched it. It just happened yeah. to be on, and I was just like, that was really good. I'm telling you right now, and I've said this on the show before. I don't know if you guys remember. Bring It On, the musical? Really fun show. You know who did the music for that? Lin Manuel Miranda. Miranda. So like, it and it works so well. It's 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 there are kind of those 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 girl like comedies that break through. So like there was Clueless and Bring It On, Legally Blonde, Legally Blonde, Mean uh, Girls, Mean Girls, Girls. Pitch Perfect. So like you, you know, say that is like the target demo is female, yeah, but, then but then they, they break out of it. They break out of it, but they're still just good, good movies. movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just find that. It's, yeah. I, I love it when a genre movie 
or like that has a hyper yeah. target like is you end up well you're done. like I, this i know this movie wasn't for me right but it i really but like damn that it's good <laughs> that has to be like pitch perfect right like oh yeah, like yeah pitch perfect yeah. you wouldn't ever think that like yeah. this female acapella group no you know and it's actually i'm walking into the screening i was like we're just this is just a glee knockoff like what right, are we right. doing yeah, they were capitalizing on the glee popularity yeah. and then it was really good yeah, yeah totally i never would have watched bring it on but the guys at my high school and well I, when i was in high school were talking and quoting that movie all the time and i was <laughs> yeah. like that's not a movie that was Man. ever on my radar when but like, I guess I got on scene yeah thumbs up <laughs> I like right. what she's got. My favorite part was she's got that tattoo. Was it just thumbs up? Nope. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? She was Faith on Buffy. So that's the box office yeah. report. <laughs> third, third time's a charm. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. Hopefully not jail. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brad. You can find me on ReviewSTL.com. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. Elijah Dushku, you feel free to follow me if you'd like. <laughs> Yeah, she she feels free to get a restraining order. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, listens every week, I'm sure. Yeah, dedicated <laughs> listener. And uh, <laughs> this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online uh, on Twitter at Real Spoilers or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, because I forgot it at the beginning of the show, at <laughs> patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So the other one was at. Cuthbert, who was that? Alicia, uh, Alicia Cuthbert. She, oh man, because that was around the same time when uh, Eliza was the, girl, was, was the girl next door. Yeah, was yeah. big. No, well, I mean girl, they were po- they were like around. They were doing movies. At the she same was in twenty four. I think was what really. Yeah, yeah. Eliza Cuthbert, like the girl next door, was in the two yeah. thousands. Yeah, Bring It On was two thousand. Eli- the girl next door was like two thousand five. Okay, I just yeah, remember yeah. like around but the two thousands where you ain't kidding. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And that was the box office. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it for this one. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Coming up on the next episode, we will tackle the escape room. So until then, you've been warned. Like a worn-out recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. And in the personal columns, there was this letter I read. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.